Fatality. And what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Fatality. I am your host, the Fluffmaster Supreme, the one who knows the combos to make Sandel scream, Mr. Big Johnny D. And, of course, with me is my illustrious co-host. Oh, God, I haven't said this in so long. It feels so good. <laughs> Mr. Brody Kano Kane. Here you go and you fucking dogs. And we have a bonus on this extra episode. We are bringing along our Gornmore co-host, Mr. Chad, Chad Daddy Chrisman. What's doing, up, buddy? bitches? I'm doing great. Uh, How you gents doing? Fucking fantastic, dude. We're doing fatality, man. Hell it's yeah. Been a fucking minute. Oh, man. So welcome, everybody. Welcome back. It's been a hot minute. Uh, last time Brody and I were here, we did a jumbled up podcast of uh, quick five-minute breakdowns of a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. After thinking about it, I feel like it's something that we could possibly go back to and redo each one because, well, here we are doing the new MK Legends. And, well, we fucking only gave the first one a five minute to 10 minute review. And I feel like that's kind of fucking bullshit. So, <laughs> oh my yep. God, Pete Ward is in the house. What is up, buddy? Pistol Pete. Oh, What's up? Hey, dude. I love this boy. Um, but yes, man. Welcome back, gentlemen. Uh, I'm excited to talk about 2021's Mortal Kombat Legends. But before we do that, as we always do per every episode of Fatality, we do our little slice and dice. Where we talk about kind of what we've been doing. And we are going to talk about what the fuck we've been doing the last like two months. We haven't been here. We're going to just <laughs> probably bring it up like the last week. So uh, I'm going to bring it in with our guest host today. Chad Daddy, how you been, buddy? I've been well, thanks. How about you guys? Not bad, fantastic, not bad. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Not much is new here. You know, like I say on every Gordon Moore episode, you know, it's just been an unusual casual work week. And last night I actually got a little date night with the missus. We Ooh. got to get a little. Yeah, our date night started out uh, Christmas shopping for the kids. Always fun. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> shopping already. Good for you. Fuck, you know. Dude, we have okay. So every stimulus check and everything that we got for like the past year and a half, we just threw into the bank, didn't spend it. So we've got money saved up because we're putting it, putting it into the house. We saved up money for the kids for Christmas, uh, everything. So we are set for Christmas, and we decided, fuck it, we decided to start doing the Christmas shopping for the kids. And we got some nice things for them, and I actually got a couple things for myself as well. I found okay, I get this. So I went to Ollie's, uh, Brody. You don't probably don't know what Ollie's. I don't know if they have it down there, but it's like a nah. they carry like uh, closeout stuff from different different yeah. com- different uh, like uh, when Toys R Us went out of business, Ollie's bought all their stock, everything they had. And they release it right around this time each year. So they get like a big load of toys put out. And I found, I don't know if you boys ever played Hero Clicks. Hero no, Clicks is like a little... I never played with them, but I know what they are. Okay, Hero Clicks is like a little uh, collectible game, Brody. Uh, it's like Marvel superheroes, DC superheroes, all different things. And I found a set of the Alien Queen and Ooh. a Predator and an Alien Warrior from the AVP Hero Clicks. 
Oh, nice. It was, it was eight bucks. Holy fuck. It's, like, it's, it's the alien queen. She has the egg sack and everything. It's really cool. I mean, I still have all my hero clicks. I don't play it, but I just got it because, you know, it's a nice little alien queen collectible. And I, <laughs> I grabbed it today to take it out of the box. And I kid you not, it smells like it had been sitting in somebody's basement for years. <laughs> <laughs> this, the box has this weird musty smell to it, but I figured mm. I'm not keeping the keeping the box anyway, so who do I care? Oh, there you go. Fuck it. So yeah. it's yeah, it's got this really weird smell to it. But anyway, I got that. I I had to have that. And what else did I get? I got it's like this little arcade, like when the it it's, it's it ties in with Stranger Things, like it has a bunch of Stranger Things themed games, but it also has Pac Man, Galaga, Galaxian, and Big Dug. Nice. Fucking dig dug. What's that again? I reckon I might have heard of that. It's it's like an old eighties game. You you basically just ran around, you dug down into the ground, and you, you made all these tunnels and you blew up these little alien guys that were chasing you. Oh, it was actually yeah. it was one of my favorite arcade games when I was a kid, so it was really, really cool. Yeah, fuck yeah. Scores, man. I picked that up. Uh and also yesterday in the mail, and I'll I'll probably have it to show, I'll bring it back to show for Gorm where I got my uh Synapse Films release of the limited edition two disc set, the four K version of Demons One and Demons Two. Fuck yeah. Nice. And I didn't think it was supposed to ship until the end of this month. So that was a nice little surprise to get at the oh. beginning of the month. Oh hell yeah, buddy. Yeah, the, hoping- usually they don't they don't fuck around like Synapse Films and Vinegar Syndrome and all them. They're pretty on the ball when they um when you purchase stuff from I mean even down here it takes like a week mm-hmm. or two weeks like it yeah it's pretty they're pretty spot on yeah I was pretty happy to get that so I'm hoping to get to get a chance to watch that maybe tomorrow I'm not going to promise anything I know I've got a lot of stuff to do I've got laundry to get caught up on I got to watch the howling for Gore and more on Monday yeah. hell yeah I do I haven't seen that episode. I haven't seen that movie in probably like 15 years so it'll be interesting I haven't seen that movie in never <laughs> see that surprises Damn. me you must not be a big fan of werewolf movies because you didn't see american werewolf in london either it's not that i don't enjoy them i just never go out of my way to watch them there's so few good ones so that's not uh i mean it's not really i love the underworld one two and three i'm not going to talk about four and five because yeah but that mind, that's about exist. Those are kind right. of in the same vein as like the Resident Evil movies. They're just barely horror. They're more of like an action. Yeah, movie. I mean, they're, I, horror, they're fun. They're, they're fun. They're fun. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying uh, yeah, Bill Marshall do a Dog Soldiers too. Oh, I love that one. There you go. That's and uh, it's like that's basically aliens, but with werewolves instead. It's such a fun movie. Which I have that's that, fun. dude. I picked that up on Blu-ray for a buck. Oh, Dog what? Soldiers. Dude, it was a it was at Dollar Tree in their fucking like DVD man thing, but they had it on Blu-ray there for a dollar, and I was like, yoink! That's, <laughs> that's I've awesome. only seen it on Sci-Fi Channel, so that's why I was like, oh, titties, yeah! The best, totally the best dollar, the best yeah. dollar Blu-ray I found at uh, Dollar Tree was the remake of RoboCop. And I only bought that. Oh, I also because got that there at Dollar Tree. Yes. I, I only bought that just so I could say I'd buy that for a dollar. Exactly. <laughs> you know what? Not that we're talking about that today, but I didn't mind the remake RoboCop. I still, ha- I, I haven't watched it. I, still I wish it was it. a hard R. I'm not going to lie, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I really did enjoy it. Yes, I thought the dude just... did a good job, and I don't know. Yeah. They they did they did do a throwback to the uh, original suit, didn't they? 
Yeah, dude, that was like yeah. his whole first suit, and then they, he was fucking Batman was like, make it black. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's not no, even a fucking joke, that. dude. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch that now just because of that. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, aside from that, you know, I just did a little hot work on the house and watched this fun movie, and now we're excited to sit here and talk about it. But I think I've talked long enough. Brody, how about you, brother? I'm doing well, mate. Doing extremely well, considering, uh, like I said to you boys, I, I was on the piss all yesterday. Oh, sorry, let me clarify when I say piss. It was alcohol, uh, beers, brewskis, all sorts. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, we had the races here um, in Kalgoorlie, and it was a massive day uh, indeed. I did get home a little bit early, so that's probably why I'm feeling funky fresh to talk about this film today um i happened to land uh a gig on a tv series just recently so i'm pretty stoked about that um and hopefully that'll lead to bigger and better things uh in the future for me especially in the australian film industry um so yeah it's a pretty well-known tv series down here i'm not sure if you guys have heard of it it's called mystery road um and it's basically about an yeah, they 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 made a movie of it, and then um, that movie did so well. Then they started doing a TV series on it, and this will be the third season. So, oh shit, it's nice. all, yeah, all coming up, Millhouse. And um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, I've never watched it or unfortunately heard of it until now. But knowing that, yo, my homie's working on that shit, I am definitely willing to check that out. Definitely, yeah. But, well, I will mention I haven't. I've only seen the movie, so I should actually watch the TV. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah, exactly. But I, I was a fan of um, I was a fan of the um, th- uh, the film. So, and it's cool because it's going to be set in the nineties. So, it's a, we're going back in time. Got, got me fucking. That was a capacity. That was a good time. Absolutely, yes. It was a good time, a good time in my life. Time of sky, Plaid shorts. It's a great time. other than that no just uh doing a bit of lce content um yeah just watch this uh film it's uh yeah it's good to be actually back on the show reviewing some mortal Kombat content and uh shout out to mr joe day how are you buddy oh mr joseph what is up sir hardy's always a big fan yeah mr joe uh, yeah, but other than that, boys, not nothing else really much. How about you, Mr. Johnny D? How are you keeping, brother? I've been well. Um, pretty much watched this movie, hung out with uh, some great friends today. We were supposed to watch the new Hotel Transylvania, but for some reason that got pushed back. It's only on streaming, but I don't. They never. I couldn't figure out, what, or we couldn't find why it got pushed back. So we ended up streaming the new Adams Family, hmm. the hmm. second one. It was okay. I don't know if it's one I'd go out of my way to watch again. Like my daughter didn't seem super interested in it. The first one was not bad. Um, Snoop Dogg as cousin it dude just fucking kills me though. I don't know why <laughs> that just fucking. <laughs> it, it, every time I just think about it, it just makes me fucking smile and laugh and shit's great, dude. Uh, and then we did some Leatherface photos, which was nice, man. Nothing like super crazy. I didn't have an any extra models or anything. It was just me and my buddy. He got in his uh, cosplay. The sun was setting. Uh, I showed the boys actually right before the uh, we went live here. And 
got some nice photos, not a ton of them, but probably like 10 to 15 good photos, I would say, out of like maybe 30 to 40 taken. So not too damn bad. Other than that, man, I've been uh, just gaming, doing the fucking work thing, and fucking just ready to talk about this goddamn movie, dude. Like, excited to be back on Fatality. Happy to be with live with Brody. I mean, we see Brody every week, and Brody <laughs> chats with us in the chat every week. But it's not the same of actually being live with him. Yeah, this this is great, having a little bit of, you know, one-on-one with him. Or right. Two-on-one. So you get what that, I mean. I always oh, look yeah, forward baby. to that, for sure. Um, but fuck that dude. I say we move on and actually talk about what we came here to talk about today. All right, let's that do this. is Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. And Ooh. uh before we even break this bitch down, we are gonna go right into the trailer. Before we do that, actually, I'm gonna say, Pete, if you're still watching, stay tuned towards the end because we're gonna actually be talking about the future of Netherrealm Studios and rumors and all that good shebang. So stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> but uh, here we go, gentlemen. What the hell is he doing? Yes, come to me. Come to die. Lord Raiden, I offer an end to the bloodshed. A final tournament that will determine not just the future of our realm, but the others as well. A tournament? Like a, what, karate tournament? It's a whole thing, I'll explain later. Greetings, warriors of Earthrealm. Welcome to the final Mortal Kombat. Never mind, that sums it up. Lord Raiden told us of a child. Soul so pure that he could save the realms. You are that child, okay? Are you ready? I've been waiting a long time for this. So have I. Fight! This is the end. Excellent. So before we even do the plot rundown here, I got to say a quick side note. And I even told Chad Daddy this before the show. It was harder to find the green band trailer (laughs) than it was the fucking red band trailer. And I'm like, I can't show the red band trailer live. Like, we're going to get fucking banned. Like, (laughs) as much as we swear to like that, like, that would just be like an instantaneous, like, no, no. 
Uh, you speak, speaking of trailers, this is actually the first time I've seen the trailer. I didn't want to see anything before I watched the movie. I didn't want anything to get spoiled. Ah, fair enough. Question then, did you've seen Scorpion's Revenge though, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretty, I knew you did. Okay. So, um, all right. Chad Daddy, would you like to take the plot, uh, plot run now? I would be delighted. In this follow-up movie to the first MK Legends, we start off right in the middle of Invasion from Outworld of the Shaolin Temple. We see Jax, Stryker, and Kung Lao defending the walls alongside the monks, all the while Raiden and the other defenders, Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, and Johnny Cage, launch a strike on the Outworld base camp. While they are taking out the army of Tarkatans and generals, Shao Kahn appears and offers a suggestion. In an attempt to stop the bloodshed, Raiden listens to Shao Kahn's proposition to have one final tournament to end all the carnage once and for all. He accepts and gets the approval from the Elder Gods. The Earthrealmers then head to Outworld to take on the Outworld Emperor and his minions. All the while, the Netherrealm god Shinnok is hatching a plot while utilizing the Lin Kuei to destroy all of existence as we know it. Hot fucking damn. Yeah. So when I was writing that plot rundown, dude, I was, it was very hard to contain what could potentially go on in this movie in just one paragraph because there's so fucking much. Yes, there is. <laughs> this literally could have been two to three different fucking films. Bro. Yeah. We go from MK2 to MK12, like fucking that, dude. It's ridiculous. Like, mm. And there's little bits of all the other ones thrown in there too. You oh obviously get you get three with the cyber ninjas. You get uh, dude. I was a little surprised that they threw Devora into this, but right. So that's MKX. You get mm -hmm. yep. uh, you get um, the Lin Kuei Temple, which Smoke and Sub Zero are fighting at. That's also MKX. Yep. Uh, X rays are MK nine, but we had that in you know, the first movie because that was yeah. Hard. That was one. That was one of my complaints is that I could have done with a lot less of those. Um, but I can understand they were trying. They, you know, it was a lot of people love that feature in the game, so they're trying to throw it into some. This as yes, well. some no. I'll, I'll say mm -hmm. that I liked some of them. I do understand where it feels like okay, I've seen this enough. Yeah, at a certain yeah. point, I get that though. Definitely um, would have been more effective with like maybe more so um, Liu Kang going up against like Shao Kahn and that. I think that would have been probably the best to actually use it. Oh, dude, and pre prior to that, you know. Scrap them, have it when it counts the most. Gives it that yeah. more effect and power punch. You know, it's fucking right. So before we keep discussing, uh, Brody, you want to take it away with uh, who uh, directed this bad boy? Absolutely. So directed by Ethan Spaulding and our writers, uh, Jeremy Adams, produced by Rick Morales and Jim Craig, starring Jordan Rodriguez as Liu Kang, David B. Mitchell as Raiden, Sector, and Kentaro, Joel McHale as Johnny Cage, beautiful <laughs> job he did, Jennifer Carpenter as Sonya Blade, Ike Amadi as Jack Briggs, One Bean, Art Butler as Shang Tsung, Cyrax, Shao Kahn, Soldier, Robin Atkin Downs as Shinnok and Rico, Gray Griffin as Katana, Satoshi Hasashi, yeah. Right. Lee May. Fuck, I got it right. Look out. Uh, Matthew Mercer as Striker, Smoke, and Demon 1. Paul Nakuchi as the Ling Kuei Grandmaster. Emily O'Brien as Jade, Ling Kang. Uh, Patrick Seitz as Hanzo Hasashi, which is Scorpion. Fred Tadaskio 
I think I said that right, as Shao Kahn. Uh, Deborah Wilson as Devora and Matthew fucking Lillard as Ultra Instinct Shaggy. <laughs> yeah. That oh, was man. Fucking awesome. It, uh, anybody will listen to this, dude. That's probably any, that's probably the most we're going to get of Ultra Instinct Shaggy for Mortal Kombat. Unfortunately, I can personally yeah. hope. I, I don't know if I want him as a DLC character. It like, would be funny, but I think you know they would make him grotesquely overpowered. Okay, well here's yes. my okay yeah, here's my thing with this is he would fit so much more in Injustice than Mortal Kombat. Just saying, yes. because we've already had the Scooby Doo Batman crossovers, dude. We've had like four of them, bitches. Like yeah. <laughs> we had like three in the seventies, and then there was one like ten years ago again. Okay, so, you mentioned Scooby Doo crossovers. I, I I need to bring this up because I just recently, within the past week, found out that there is a Scooby Doo movie that came out a couple years ago called Scooby Doo and the Ghost of the Gourmet Chef. There is a Scooby Doo movie out there with fucking Bobby Flay. <laughs> <laughs> and I did awesome. not know this existed. Oh, that just made my day that much better now that I know that it exists, dude. <laughs> I, Have you I, seen it? I, I haven't seen it. I've seen the trailer, and I What's did find a way. Scooby-Doo and the Gourmet Ghost. Okay. We're talking about Scooby-Fucking-Doo on Mortal Kombat. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? To be fair, it's not that off the wheelhouse seeing, obviously, Shaggy was in the fucking... And I'm so happy they had Matthew Lillard voice oh. him again. Because he's done... Matthew Lillard's voiced him in a few different cartoon iterations of Shaggy in the last, like... Well, since he's done the movie, the live action. Yeah, almost since since, since the movie, he's basically been the only Shaggy. Uh, there was one dude that ended up replacing him, and I remember him tweeting about it because, like, a lot of people were pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was in the last, don't quote me, but I want to say, like, three to four years, maybe. So I don't yeah. know what it, it might have been, like, just a random, like, either. A, I think it was that new weird animation. That's what I was thinking was that really garbage animation one yeah, yeah. It, it's was like it uh, scooby-doo or something no 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 no. it's but i know i know which one you mean yeah one, it's like it, it looks like dog shit dude it's just yeah. i don't know it's like teen titans go but worse but yeah i don't, it, yeah, I don't like know like steven universe kind of bad yeah, yeah 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 i know a lot of people like that i'm not trying to shit on steven i'm not universe, shitting on the show yeah. i'm just shitting on the animation style yeah, 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 yeah. no it's just it's it's not try hard by any means i feel no um hell yeah fucking pete's all about the shaggy thing too dude that shit was <laughs> sweet though like because well in the first one it was uh scorpion doing it to daffy duck so mm-hmm. it was kind of it was dope that we got this dude maybe they maybe we'll get him in mk12 who the fuck knows mm-hmm. you know what i mean maybe they'll reach deep in the bag for fucking guest characters that's on even if he's not like a DLC character, maybe he's just like a character in the background that does a stage fatality. Right. That ooh, there you go. That'd be cool. That'd be fucking sick. All right. So before we discuss this, uh, we have this edited by Robert. I'm gonna fuck this up. Like Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich. Thank you, sir. Music by John Jennings Boyd and Eric V. Hachikan. Distributed by Warner Brothers, released August 31st, 2021, and runtime of 80 minutes. Gentlemen, let's discuss this bitch. Yeah. So, first and foremost, I'm going to say this movie had a solid start, 
and she went right off the fucking rails about third act in, dude. You, I didn't even know what the fuck I was watching anymore. <laughs> and that was one thing I took on board when I, I remember you telling me this year, like, just keep in mind that it turns fucking batshit crazy off the rails. And yeah, it, it really did. Um, it really caught me off guard. I didn't expect to see what I was about to fucking see. Um, and like I said, it definitely could have been its own fucking movie. They crammed so much in this film. Um, like I, I still like the film, obviously. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it just they if they really wanted to like drag this franchise or series out, you know, you just fucking you didn't have to have that third last thirty minutes in this film. I just felt no, that it was completely been- rushed. That should have been its own movie right there, because Dude, right because yeah. that, you think how you think of okay. a battle that should be. Yeah, yes, you know exactly. Mean? Like. That's that's like trilogy. That's the end of a trilogy right there. It should oh, have ended. Easily. It should have ended with Liu Kang fighting Shao Kahn the way that yes. is. That should have. And I thought that was going to be it. And then nope, there's more. Which, yep, they easily could have just left it at a cliffhanger. And like, because Shinnok's mission went way too well. So obviously, yes, that <laughs> does give a credit to the Lin Kuei and like what they do. You know, you know what I mean? Like, can't say that, but. Like we said earlier, dude, this was like, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, all right, sweet. We're going to get MK2 with a little MK3 mixed in. That's cool. You know what I mean? Like maybe a little bit extra throw-ins because obviously you see like Lee Mei and shit. So that's Deadly Alliance. All right, sweet. But dude, this shit, like it takes everything you know of MK, man. And it just is like, okay, we're going to use everything and nothing at the same fucking time. Like everything's just gonna have little samples of everything, and then we're just gonna make yeah, it especially especially when they're throwing like the cyber ninjas and striker, and you think, oh great, it's gonna lead into MK3, and they just completely gloss over and skip over it, which really pisses me off because there's a great story in MK3. Fuck yeah, dude, because that's the whole invasion mm-hmm. story, which mm-hmm. we've talked about in prior episodes. If you're just catching out, check that shit out. Um, it's you're right, like this. It does take what MK2 w- was actually all about. It was just like, yo, we're doing a tournament to end all tournaments. This shit is just like, you know what I mean? Like, and <clears throat> what is Pete saying here? Uh, yeah, like MK1 was, MK1 still, or I'm sorry, Scorpion's Revenge was still more solid MK1, but it retconned what we all know of MK. Like, obviously, Scorpion mm-hmm. winning and all that good shit. But yeah. like, I don't know, man. This could be. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Was it no? Sorry. Uh, was it necessary to put fucking Striker in this film? He just randomly showed up. Yes. I kind of felt he it, just. It, it was because it was the same reason uh, Kung Lao was in this film because we need some people. To, we need good people to die. You need fodder, uh, or else you can't. Right. Yeah. Because it, it's not Mortal Kombat if we don't have people that we like die, and that's. I'm that's glad a, he I mean, they always come back. We always see him in some iteration of another. Mm. You know what I mean? Like. But, I'm just glad he died because when he died, I was like, I have no feelings for you, Striker. You got what was coming. Suck shit. No. I mean, <laughs> no, I've, I just did not like it. I don't know. See, I, I like, like Striker, him. dude. Like, everybody hates on Striker, but like, MK9 Striker was fucking awesome, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. But that was the last time we got him, man. We haven't had him since then. So, he's not exactly the most that. popular character. So, <laughs> well, no, because he's just, he doesn't have any powers. He just has the powers of cop. Yeah, he's got powers. <laughs> <laughs> the power of force. Right. He's and like, who, I have. And, the- who, and who needs him now since they brought in Robocop? 
Right. <laughs> yeah, but like, pretty much. That, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but you already have like Sonya and stuff who uses guns and obviously now like Cassie and stuff, but it's like, so that's probably why he hasn't been back. Cause like you still have people that are using guns, but they have powers, but it's like, once again, where does Striker come in? He's like, pistol, grenades. Ha like, ha. <laughs> nice. I would have loved to have seen mocap yeah. more than him being in this. Yeah, man. Okay. So since you mentioned Imagine Sonya with the guns, since you mentioned Sonya with the guns, like, we just need, how badass was she sniping the Tarkata Tarkar- warriors in the beginning? First of all, that can I cool. say, I'm glad you brought that up because that is the best line in the whole movie. <laughs> Bruce Lee! <laughs> that blows up. <laughs> Fucking a... Oh. Dude, watching um Joel McHale, so like, because I got the extras and shit, dude, watching him just do the voiceover work, like, and just seeing all the extras and shit, that dude is like, straight up, he is perfect. The guy's <laughs> like, hilarious. Like, Oh we, my god. We watch uh, Masked Singer. And he's okay. a frequent guest. He's a frequent guest on there, and he is fucking hilarious on there. Oh, so I'm dude. really, ha- I was really happy to see him, you know, dude. in the first one and then in this as well. Oh yeah, he's just he's great. I got a little bit more about him, but we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. But, all right, seeing we're still discussing. I mean, like I said, dude, first two acts, I feel really held it together, and then it was just like, like you said, Shao Kahn got his demise. Which was fucking. Oh. Can we just talk? Can we not just say Holy Dragon Ball Z now that we're actually talking about it? Because I didn't want to yes. say that to Chad because I didn't want to give anything away or you. But it was mm. just like, bro, he went straight up Super Saiyan. Like, what the fuck? He just, <laughs> he <didn't Yeah>. do. <laughs> With fucking one arm. Not even. Okay, so I've seen a few people complain about that. And I think because they're like, how the fuck did he heal himself? But in MKX, he had a duelist form, which would like heal and also like negate, I believe. I didn't use it too much, but I'm assuming that was just a nod to that. Like that's how he was able to like heal that curse or whatever. Because everybody's yeah. like, oh, that was bullshit. Cause like, why well, didn't he do it all the time? And it's like, well, yeah, but he needed that like push of fucking Braden dying and all that <laughs> other shit to like send him over the edge. But I don't know, man. This movie. I mean, Raiden was straight up boss in this fucking movie. <sighs> yes, he oh was. My God. And whole different fucking. Like, that was almost the MK11. Like, spoiler alert if you haven't played MK11, but go check our episode out on that shit. But, like, yeah, Raiden gives up his godhood in that and gives it, like, transfers it to Liu Kang. But in this one, he straight up just gives it up to be able to fight in the tournament. Like, dude, that's something like unprecedented and did never happen in any other NK story that I'm personally aware of. Wait, I thought that happened in, in Annihilation. Um, Actually, yeah. yeah. Well, he, he gives yeah. them up, but he gets them back. That's doesn't? true. Well, technically, okay, so but he, does he get it back in this as well? No. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Yes, he does. I, I would I would say yes. Yes. Because remember the exact remember the very last scene you see you is, is it what you see his shadow like walk You see his silhouette, in, yeah. You see, yeah, you yeah, see yeah. like his, his you silhouette the hat. Yeah. The hat. yeah and then, yeah, I and then you see like lightning, lightning striking. striking. Yep. So yep. Yep. I would assume like because of his honorable death, the gods like resurrected him. And that's what I, so maybe we will get a third one. 
But the fact that like Liu Kang is fucking uber god now, like I don't know if they're gonna <laughs> go with it. Like, but does he still have those powers though? I mean, did he give him? Did he dispense? Did he disperse the elder gods once he separated all the planets? I don't remember. I, I dare say he would have because. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Elder Gods wouldn't want to live in fucking Blue Gang forever. Right. Was, I didn't know if it was one of those things where it was like once the transference, like it was just that was just it. Like he's just yeah. that now. But I mean, maybe I just you're right, though. Like that whole, could have been a whole third movie in itself. You could have left this maybe, maybe given us a little bit more of like the Lin Kuei stuff in the center and shit. And then Drag like, out the fight scenes. Drag right, out. right. Not only that, but like don't have them working with Shinnok so early. Like, show that towards the end. You know what I mean? Like, build that up a little bit more. And how how hilarious was it when the Grandmaster of the Lin Kuei realized that he was working for Shinnok? Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, that when that dude got fucked, it was just like that one. That was one that you're. That just was like, ah, that, that was so funny because he's like, oh, they always talk about Shinnok the Mad God trying to. And it's like, wait, you're Shinnok? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh yes and he's fucking crazy in this dude like way more i mean like it's kind of like mkx like he w i think he still wanted to destroy the realms in that he didn't go he wasn't trying to release but he was trying to do it himself he wasn't trying to release an, like an ancient god to which in my case led to we went beyond animalities, dude, and we went to full-on, like, kaijualities in this one, dude, because <laughs> it was, like, well past the point of just, like, I, a dragon, you know? <laughs> like, he turned into fucking Godzilla, dude. I was like, holy shit. More or less, yeah. But <laughs> it, it wasn't bad. It's was just di different, I guess? Is yeah, the word I'm looking I, for? I don't know. Didn't, didn't feel it for you? Nah, not at all, really. Um, we all we get all. Oh, I saw it coming. Like that, obviously, that's his trademark. Turn into the right. fucking dragon. Yeah. But going up against something like that, he Shinnok just looked too powerful for him. Um, but then for some reason, he gets the jump on him. Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't feel it. I like as I keep saying, I just feel like that that whole end fight was rushed, and they just just threw every character in there to try and help defeat him. And yeah, I just. Didn't really hit it on the head for me. I was really disappointed. Fair. It would, uh, just for that. Yeah. How many times did you end up watching it for this, dude? I watched it twice. Did you? So yeah. the first time I watched it, I definitely like had that weird like huh mm. kind of feeling when I got done. I was like, I don't I don't I don't know how I feel about that. That was like I wanna like it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't know, like, and as the second time was better for me. Um, but yeah, dude, I don't know. Like, I still didn't love it. I yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was fun. But like I said, it's not perfect. I had my problems with it too. Like, like the beginning, it, it, I mean, it shows, you know, the, Liu Kang is a baby, but the, then it shows all of a sudden outworld attacking the Shaolin temple, which seemed just completely from out of left field to me. It's like, did I miss something? What the hell happened? Which, okay, so I thought about that too, but then I'm also thinking, I'm like, all right, well, this was originally the setup in MK2. And if you think, and I, I know this is just all like, well, it's a little in my head, but maybe it's true. 
So like this stylized is very MKX, right? Like both these MK legend movies, like everything is MKX hardcore style with little extra shit. Um, if you think back to like MK nine, that's literally how MK two started after they won the first tournament is like they were on the Shaolin temples. And then all of a sudden like Tarkat, like Shang Tsung showed up and then all of a sudden they invaded the temple. So I figured it was just kind of like essentially that, but just on a way crazier, grander scale. Okay. I, I don't really remember much about. MK9, no, that's. So. Um, yeah, dude. Funny enough. Like you mentioned that uh, scene, the animators talk about it in the behind the uh, scene shit. They actually got shit for doing that scene because they always, a lot of people say, don't do big crowd scenes with animation because it's really fucking hard because it's just hard to look good. And they just said, no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I thought it actually turned out pretty well. Like, yep. But all right, another, compla- another complaint oh, sorry, that I what? had was the, uh, the, the Tarkadan warriors. Yeah. They all look too similar to each other that you couldn't tell Baraka apart from, or sorry, Bob Raka apart from any Bob of the Raka. others. I think it was just more so the his actual like clothing, but I think that's why they also said his name when he was actually on screen, so you could actually I know. So. Otherwise, you'd be like, okay, this is just another like literally thing. the only time you know it's really mm-hmm. him is right there in the beginning, right? Well, not in the beginning, beginning, but no, no, when they're in the well, we'll, we'll talk about that scene later because yeah. that 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 plays into like one of my favorite scenes. Mm. Yeah, okay, dude. All right, uh, Brody, you want to take some behind-the-scenes, buddy? Absolutely. So, following the re- release of Scorpion's Revenge in April 2020, screenwriter Jeremy Adams expressed interest in doing a sequel. So, in June 2021, a sequel was announced, with most of the cast and crew from the pre- previous film set to return. On the day before the film's release, a Warner Brothers animation logo variant featuring Shaggy Rogers and uh, from Scooby-Doo, Strangling Scorpion was uploaded onto the internet, inspired by the Ultra Instinct Shaggy internet meme. As a follow-up to the previous film's logo variant featuring Scorpion strangling Daffy Duck in place of Porky Pig. Yeah. So, I'm not going to lie. I wonder if like they leaked that themselves just for... A sale tactic. Oh yeah, because people were probably like, I mean, I kind of was, I was going to buy it anyways, but I was also kind of like, I was even more eager to buy it just to see if that shit was true or not. (laughs) (laughs) Not saying that was worth twenty bucks, but you know, (laughs) absolutely. So we also have. Oh, sorry. I I just want to say, add major kudos to Warner Brothers Animation for fast tracking a sequel like that and getting it out there pretty fast. Fucking Mm. right, dude. Years time, like. That's fucking insane. Absolutely. Uh, we also have Matthew Mercer reprising his role as Curtis Stryker from the 2011 video game for the first time in a decade. And uh, Dave B. Mitchell reprises his role as Sector from Mortal Kombat 11. And Matthew Yang King, who voiced both Liu Kang and Fujin in Mortal Kombat 11, now voices Kung Lao. Fuck yeah, dude. Keeping it in the Mortal Kombat family there. Can I just say uh, how much Kung Lao like always gets fucked over? I feel like that's yeah. been just a running thing that we've always talked about on this show, but it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, even in the movie, <laughs> I was looking at that last <laughs> comment there. Yeah, I saw that. 
Uh, uh, yeah, buddy. Um, uh, what else are we going to eat? Oh, sorry. Did you want to you say something? No, sorry, dude. That comment threw me off. Go right ahead, bud. You know, poor, <laughs> yeah. poor, poor Kung Lao, though. He's like the Yamcha of Mortal Kombat. He is. He, Kung yeah. Lao always has to get fucked, dude. If it's not, it wouldn't be Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Like, same thing with Striker. I feel like Striker always just gets the shaft. Like, anytime he comes in, it's just like, yep, nope, dead. <laughs> he, they brought him back in MK9, and then they ended up killing him in MK9. I was like, oh, <laughs> Uh, he's basically a scapegoat, it's right, amazing. dude? Like, you gotta have meat. You gotta have good person meat for MK, dude, or else it just doesn't make it. Everybody's got some. Be- everybody's got to die on some or on both sides. I should say. <laughs> Better than Krillin. Um, hey, hey, you don't no be shitting on Krillin. Don't, don't be, be shit on Krillin. Krillin. Krillin is the fucking Krillin's the dude that has that dumbass friend, aka Goku, who has the sh- who's. Way stronger, way more talented, and shows up and is like, "Hey, dude, come on, we gotta go save the world." And Krillin's just like, <sighs> "It's right, it's so easy to shit on Krillin, but you need to remember, Krillin is the strongest human, right? Earthling, or yeah, still human. So Earthling can be whatever. Ah, uh, fucking Krillin, yo, man. <laughs> Listen, dude, he was teaching Goku shit, new shit, and super." And Goku's fucking going up against him in fucking Super Saiyan Blue, and like, how's that fair to Krillin? Like, you know, uh, you know the th- the funny True. thing is, Krillin Krillin probably look at it and say, "Hey, laugh all you want, I'm fucking Android 18. You're not." Uh, yeah, right. Don't fuck. Don't stick your uh, don't stick your fingers <laughs> in the robots. Whoops. <laughs> oh, oh god, shit. they're not so, really robots though. They were normal humans at one. No, point. I know. They were they're given more like Android more like upgrades. Yeah, yeah. more like cyborgs. Alrighty. <laughs> so uh, at, this buddy? movie, this movie takes a lot of characters and lore from previous games to meld into this one story. To which yeah, as MK fans, yeah, we are used to in the universe being rebooted. So examples would be characters from two, three, and four, Deadly Alliance, and X, as well as mentioning of the Kami Dojo. I think I said that right. Kami Dojo. Fuck. Yeah, good, dude. <laughs> Which, yeah, I need to stay off the turps the night before. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, which is what brought back Anaga in Deception and even the creation of Fire God Liu Kang from MK11. Yeah. We had, like, I, like we mentioned before, there's just, they took references from every fucking MK game from two to the previous, and they're just like, all right. Everything good needs to go in here. Just everything. Just mention something from each game or good to go. That's all you got to do. Hey, maybe that's their plan for a third one. Maybe they're just going to adapt MK11. Yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. the way MK11 ended with Fire God, Liu Kang, and that, dude, like, you know what I mean? Like, Raiden gave him his powers. It was different how he got it in this movie, but essentially it's almost the same. Like, I'm, I'm glad we don't have kaiju fight. I mean, who knows? Maybe fucking MK12 bring kaiju fights in, dude. No, Let do not put it. that thought out there. Do not put that yeah. out of the universe. Animal- okay, Fuck. what about animality thoughts or fights, though? Like if they uh, brought back actual animalities but did fights. I would still I say was no. Never, I was be never blurry. a fan of the animalities to begin with. No? No. You got Scorpion. Well, didn't Scorpion turn into a fucking spider? No, He's fucking no, it turned penguin, into a penguin, dude. It turned fucking into a penguin, penguin and shit an egg the... and blew you blew up. Yeah, it was the fucking stupidest shit, but it was hilarious because it's like, 
Why does the dude who lives in hell turn into the, uh, whatever? <laughs> oh no, it was it was Kano. I'm thinking of I think that yeah, Kano was the big spider. spider. Kano, yeah, he was the tarantula. Shiva was a fucking scorpion. <laughs> so what the fuck? Yeah, I don't fucking know, dude. Uh, That's why in MK4 they actually gave Scorpion the power to turn into a scorpion, and I was like, oh, okay, there, there we go. <laughs> but makes sense. Day, dude. Um, so what else we got? We got Joe McHale was given a lot of leeway when voicing Johnny Cage, um, which he said came very naturally to him, and also even changed some of the animation scenes to fit his ad libbing. Even Ed Boone noted that he can no longer hear anyone else play Cage, and I would totally fucking agree. He sold this. Oh, dude, it's fantastic! And, like, I almost want him to play Cage in the new MK2. I'm not yes. opposed to it. He's I'm not of, either. He's kind of fit. He can obviously get way more fit for a movie role, dude. Like with trainers and shit like that. I'm sure they yep. could train him to fight. Yep. He's not. I never thought about it, dude. But honest to God, like. He's got the whole aesthetic. He looks like him to an extent. Right. Okay. He's got that skinny kind of athletic build, but like he could still get a little bit more jack. I mean, like, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. I mean, like, I know everybody's like Ryan Reynolds and all this other shit. And I love my, listen, I love me and my Ryan Reynolds, I, but it's just, I, he I does not fit that character for me. No, he does it not. It just doesn't. It's not. Because Ryan Reynolds is over Ryan Reynolds. He wouldn't be Johnny Cage. And that's my problem with that. Yeah, I fucking do. Woo! Uh, Steel City exclusive, baby. <laughs> um, fuck, where the hell are we? Oh, Joe McConaughey. Uh, but yeah, man, like, I we haven't seen anything casting for MK2, but mm. I'm not going to lie. I hope somebody's listening because I'm going to say just fucking use <laughs> Start training him now. Like, give him a year. You know what I mean? Like, actually, like, send him to some fucking martial arts lessons and shit like that for, like, a good six months. Give him some steroids. I don't even know if you need steroids. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, whoever is fucking Chris Hemsworth trainer, man, go to him. Like, because Chris Hemsworth got fucking huge for that Hogan fucking, was it biopic coming out, whatever you want to call it? But, yeah, yeah. Go to him, dude. Like, because Cage isn't huge, you know what I mean? Like, he just needs to be a little bit jacked but dude like the personality everything's fucking there man like 100 percent. and him with that new sonya boom train the kid from Stuart little oh yeah that dude's jacked as fuck now too <laughs> yeah he's a weapon <laughs> right he's a weapon <laughs> fucking a you know who i was thinking about the other day who would have actually played a way better general riego than the fucking dipshit that we got in the new movie is um so remember the kid remember the really big guy from Boy Meets World and he was also in like My Name is Earl. He was the brother and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> we do not condone steroid use. Um I, do you guys know who I'm talking about by chance? I wish I knew his name and I'm brain farting terribly. I don't uh, I've never really watched Boy Meets World. Yeah, Did you ever watch insane. My Name is Earl? Yes. Yeah. He was the, bro oh, he was the Ethan, brother. Ethan, Ethan Supply. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. dude Randy. is jacked as fuck now, yeah. dude. He should have played Rieko, dude. Yes. He would have been, would've... like, that dude's got acting chops. He would have, and he's huge. Like, that would have been awesome. But no, like, I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking about that the other day, but. 
That's actually yeah. I I wouldn't be opposed to that. I think that's great. Fuck, yes, the more he, I think about it, remember the Titans. But that dude's fucking ginormous now. Um, alrighty. I think we got and, one uh, more behind the scenes, buddy. Absolutely, we do. And I will finish this off with Patrick Sites, who voiced Scorpion and has, oh, who was in the MK universe since uh, 2008, MK versus DC through to MKX in 2015, including Injustice Gods Among Us. However, his role in MK11 was replaced as there was a new voice actor chosen. However, he was brought back to reprise his role in 2020 for the first MK Legend Scorpion's Revenge. And can I just say, if you don't, if anybody doesn't know what uh, Patrick Seats looks like, do yourself a favor and Google search him because he is not the man you would think is voicing fucking Scorpion. I'm going to do that right now. He He's like a six foot six. Okay, picture me, but like Bobby's height and blonde, but with really long hair and an even longer beard. Holy like fuck. He's just, he's just a big fluffy dude. He looks and, like he should be playing in uh, Mastodon or a fucking death metal band. Yeah, right? Yeah, there he is. Like, <laughs> that's fucking Scorpion. And the dude has like the most like deep, like badass, just like vengeful fucking voice you know what i mean like that's like the first time you see kevin conroy oh yeah dude you're like that's batman (laughs) that's batman (laughs) like mark hamill kind of resembles the joker i could see him just playing the live action joker it wouldn't be you know what i mean like it would be amazing actually i'd probably cry um (laughs) but be like this was a this was but Kevin Conroy I don't know if I could see him playing Bruce Wayne even but he actually has he has but on the uh, the Flash Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover he played Bruce Wayne live action Bruce Wayne live action Bruce Wayne so he still that still might be a better fit than like the Bruce Wayne they chose for Titans which seems very weird to me because I just don't see that dude as Bruce Wayne and that was the dude who was. Uh, I believe he was the doctor in Resident Evil 3. Um, he was also the bad guy in Tomb Raider, if that helps. I don't know. He's an English dude, but I was just like, huh. Wait, new Tomb, new tomb Raider or Angelina Old tomb Jolie? Angelina okay. Jolie. Oh, that's that's going back a ways. Wait, was he? That's, he was doctor an English in, dude. You sure you don't? Yeah, he played in Run of, Run of the Resident Evils. He did... Uh, he ends up turning into, uh, oh my God, what the fuck is it? It's the one where they're in the desert and he's got the facility down in the desert where all the zombies are surrounded on the outside and then he takes oh, the I extra... I, like, okay, I didn't see that one. Oh, you you okay, said no, British I Doctor it. and I thought I thought it was the same guy that was in, in the first one. Ah. Anyways, fuck that. That's Batman and Justice Talk. We're not doing that this episode. That's... Maybe next episode. Um, I will. will sorry, just to chime. Yes. Just, just, just to, sorry, just to chime in. I will mention something, and I know TJ hates it, but every time I think of Mark Hamill, I think of his bullsack in Body Bags. <laughs> Did you ever see that film? And you see Mark no. Hamill bullsack. I've Fun never seen that film. Mark but... Hamill fans. You see his right. You see his bullsack, and yeah, I'll just mention that. There you go. I just Fun love fan, every time. Know. I love every time you bring that up, and it makes TJ uncomfortable. Fucking he fucking hilarious. hates it. <laughs> I never knew that, but now, damn, dude, I'm learning a lot of new things today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> treat yourself. Fucking right, dude. Trick or treat yourself. It's October, baby. Um, damn straight. 
Fucking A, dude. So, all right, let's bounce into our questions then here. All right. Uh, where did you watch it, gentlemen, and how was the quality? I, wa- I got a digital copy of it, and it was 1080p. It was beautiful. Nice. Um, I watched it on YouTube uh, while I was training at the gym, getting my fucking flex on. And it was about seven. Yeah, yeah. I was going to go Super Saiyan on these motherfucking gym equipment (laughs) watching this. uh, Yeah, fucking A. 720p quality. Unfortunately, I didn't get that full 1080. So it was still good. Good quality. Nice. I picked up the physical, uh, not the day of, but the day after. So I got to watch that Mm. and the sweet little extras, which. There's not a lot of it, but it's uh, it's called The God and the Dragon Battling for Earthrealm. And then there's obviously uh, audio commentary and then voices of combat and uh, gags reel. It's kind of nice because you get to watch Ed Boon's like take on it a little bit. And that's where I got the quote that he actually was talking about, like Joel McHale. But dude, just watching all the bloopers and the extra shit with McHale is fucking hilarious and you, you, you said you said about the gag girl and i could i could just picture like it's all oh my god dude so you remember the part do you remember this uh fight scene where cage is about to fight devora and he's doing like the, the actual like actor like talk like <laughs> that was hilarious so they, they kept showing him when he was doing that in the fucking studio dude and it's just like he's just saying he says it like 10 different style phrases like that shit dude but he just going on and he's just like <sighs> like it's just fucking hilarious man he's when he was going through that all i could think of was jay and silent bob strike back yes which yep. fucking matt damon and matt damon oh and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Affleck. goodwill oh hunting yes too. yeah oh it, yes yeah. thank you oh my god <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah lion face lemon face lion face lemon. Ooh. Um, Fuck yeah, dude. Quality was great, though. And like I said, if you guys... I don't know. Do they? Did the extras come on the digital copy chat at all? Like, if you Not the one it? I got. I, I got no. just the film. Okay. Um, They might be on YouTube, honestly. But definitely worth probably a checkout. Uh, it's kind of nice. Um, So, get over here. Did the opening scene. Hook sword you in. Are we talking about the opening opening scene with? We're uh, talking the opening Luke scene Kang? with Baby Liu Kang. Yes, it did actually. And Raiden coming in like a motherfucking OP dude. Just dude, he murked what four uh, Tarkatans like fucking nothing. Like, what a great opening to an MK movie, <laughs> dude. They definitely didn't skimp on the blood in that scene either. Fuck no, man. Liu Kang's parents got royally fucked, and. It kind of makes me question, though, like Raiden's, like what Raiden keeps saying, like he's like, oh, I saw something in Liu Kang. But like, did the Tarkatans or at least Outworld already know that he saw something in Liu Kang and that's why they were after him? Or like, did they all know that he was somehow the chosen one? And that's why, like, because I want to know why the assassination team was already after his parents and baby Liu Kang. I think they had to have known that he was this chosen one. When Raiden told him he was the chosen one because he made him the chosen one, I think it was just Raiden playing coy. Like, there was more right, to it. Like, I think it was above him. That's what I'm saying. Because, like, dude, like, otherwise it doesn't make sense of why the Tarkatans were attacking his family. You know what I mean? Like, they had yeah. to know for some reason he was the assassination attempt. Like, they were after the baby. I don't know. 
I mean, maybe it's not like a necessarily need. It's obviously not necessarily needed, but it just seemed like it could have been explained a little bit more. Maybe by the elder gods, they're like, no, you were actually fully chosen. I don't know. Just my thought. Um, favorite character, gentlemen. Fuck, this was tough because there was so many in this. Um, <laughs> you only get sixty to choose from, so you know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look. I I really liked Sub Zero in this film, trying to sort of uh, become like his brother, um, if not more. But I really wanted more smoke. I yes, yeah. so much, and I just yes. fucking I was devastated when they what they did to him. Bro. Yeah, I just really wanted more. It was fucking shit. That I couldn't agree more. I, I love robot smoke from MK3. Don't get me wrong. Technically, Ultimate after three, but like, dude, classic smoke is just so awesome. He just doesn't. I mean, we also haven't had him since MK9, and I've wanted him for a long time to come back. So seeing him in this movie just made me. I'm like, oh my god, dude, fucking awesome. So yeah, I 100% agree. Yes, it would have been interesting to see if they went the MK9 route though, and like smoke actually got away. And, and got Cyber Sub Zero. Cyber Sub Zero. Right. That would have been cool. So, but, you know, who knows where the animated. They said they only wanted to do two, but if the money's there, you know that shit will fucking. They'll do it. They'll keep doing them. Absolutely. I hope so. Stretch that out. Well, because they could go with more of the whole, like, actual MKX story where they actually have, like, the future generation at that point. They have Cassie and fucking Kung Jin and all that. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel like they can keep going with it. Yeah, they should. They they really should. Fuck yeah, dude. I'd keep buying them. (laughs) (laughs) And we could get all the content. Yeah, right. I mean, dude, I don't favorite. I want to say Cage, but that's an obvious for me. So I can't. I feel like I can't see. Even though, like, I was, yeah, I was thinking the same. And I, I really love Cage in this movie, but I think I got to go with Raiden. Raiden was awesome, he was, dude. He, he was an ultimate badass in this movie. And yep, he had like a definite, like, uh, more of a father son type vibe with Liu Kang going on, which you've always kind of got, but not. I feel like to this to this level, at least. Right, but and to the point of to the point of where he sacrificed himself the way he fucking does, man. Like, if you haven't seen the movie, go just pause that shit here and go fucking watch it. I mean, <laughs> we've spoiled enough already as it is, but <laughs> dude, <laughs> fucking Raiden gets it brutal, and it, like not that other characters don't, but that scene, dude, you just you're just like, ah, oh, you kind of feel that one. I know. Mm. It hurt. Uh, I'm actually going to go with... Um, dude, I don't know, man. I'm also, I, I kind of want to say Shao Kahn, dude. I feel like they did him really right in this movie. Yes. For the most point. Yeah. Like, I wish it ended with his death. You know what I mean? Then we got like maybe a prelude like we talked about earlier. But he was just fucking awesome. What's up, Scoobs? Oh, what up, Scuba? Scuba. Yeah, he was very fucking intimidating in this. They did him right, giving that justice that he deserves. I got to mention, and I love this. I love how not only like him, but him and Liu Kang literally come in like fucking meteorites when they come into this movie. (laughs) 
like <laughs> Johnny Cage is like, we're not alone. And then Luke Cage is like, three guys. <laughs> and then fight, 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 fight. And then Shao Kahn comes in like fucking Master Chief and fucking Halo 3 where he's just falling from fucking orbit. And he takes out his own motherfuckers. He's just, <laughs> but it's like six, like six motherfuckers. And you I, know, just, I was, I knew this wasn't going to happen. But I was kind of low-key hoping that when Shao Kahn spoke, it was Brian Thompson doing his voice. Okay. That would have been interesting. I mean, I didn't hate him as Shao Kahn in the movie, so... I, that would be interesting that, if they brought him to voice Shao Kahn in the fucking... in the games. Hmm. I mean, they did it with... They, did, they brought the... Uh, retro 95 movie skins and shit in with the voices so it's possible they probably never they do could you imagine that round table discussion yo <laughs> let's do an mk annihilation dlc pack the fuck are you smoking dude have you seen <laughs> annihilation <laughs> nobody nope, wants that nobody <laughs> wants that no man think about it <laughs> no get the fuck out that's a recipe for fucking disaster if i've ever heard <laughs> right. one that's the one where that dude's getting thrown out the window at the end of the meme at the fucking board table. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, did we all say favorite character? Yes. I believe okay. so. Favorite fight? I actually pissed myself laughing at the Johnny Cage and Devorah fight. That was oh, fucking hilarious. It's just a kick in the nuts. <laughs> you don't have nuts. funny. That was so funny. Uh, just the way he gets his balls annihilated by such a shit character. I just fucking found that <laughs> just, hilarious. It was so funny because he's like, that's my move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you didn't get to do the ball breaker. Dude, he uh, kind of got swatted hard in that fucking fight, man. He didn't land shit on Devora. Like, his fucking shadow kick got just literally like bitch slapped. Or like, it's like, damn. Like, he made amends for it when he was protecting uh, Sonya later on and the Tarkatan fight, but that was actually a really cool scene. I like that. That was some crazy eighties, like like eighties music going on in that scene, dude. I was digging it too. It was weird. That was cheese. That <laughs> it was, was cheese. super cheese, dude. <laughs> but um, the grenade and the breaking the teeth was fuck. I, I don't know. That was that was crazy. That was You're crazy. Like, Ooh, fuck, dude. That just added insult right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking a. Um. Favorite fight. What do you got, Chad Daddy? I think and I really like the Johnny Cage divorce. And Devora, she was very underused in this. Like so was why Lee was she May. even in it? Yeah. But I guess There's a lot of there's a lot of characters, like I said, dude, that in like Brody said, you know, we all they just got thrown in there, just thrown in their sake. It just for was some annihilation, yeah. essentially. They were just like, yo, man, just list names. It's all yeah, me. pretty much. <laughs> but no, I think uh, I'm going to go with uh, the three cyber ninjas fighting uh, Scorpion and Sub Zero. Oh, oh damn! Yeah, that was a good one because that that was, was a fucking that was that wasn't a fight. That was war. Because you, yes, I, and I would almost say you could take that from the whole just Scorpion fighting Sub Zero into that fight. Like mm. that was a yeah, dude. Ooh, that was good. Um. There's so many good. And that was ones. probably the longest fight scene we got in this too. I was gonna say because the others felt really rushed in the um Yeah, everybody was like 
there was just some super OP people in the time being. Um, I'm going to have to say when Raiden fought, dude, when he beat the fuck out of Rieko. That was fucking pretty brutal. And it was awesome to just see Raiden fucking go straight up ham. And it was nice to see Rieko, like an actual good Rieko, like how he should be. Uh, (laughs) So even though he was getting his ass fucking pummeled. um, Yeah, I don't know, man. That was good. I think I'm gonna have to go with that one. I think. So, finish him. Favorite fatality. Um, I had Jack's ripping off Kintaro's arms. Oh, that was pretty that fucking was, brutal. That was pretty sweet, and it was some good revenge from the Goro's fucking him up in the first one. That Absolutely. was that. That's. Go ahead. Yeah, the X-ray. I think that's what done it justice as well. You slowly see him pull off his oh, yeah, no, right out the sockets, dude. Yeah, like mincing that meat of uh, muscle, and yeah, I don't know. But it was good to see uh, him do that because, yeah, like as I always say, fucking Taro. I never liked him or played him <laughs> in the game. So <laughs> fucking Tiger so, Stripe, bitch. Yeah, fuck you. But that was Fair. that was gonna be my that was gonna be my pick as well, and okay. And, Essentially because it's a throwback to Shaolin Monks. Yes. Yep. So he just basically ripped the fuck out of Kintaro, beat the fuck out of him with his own fucking... Dude. And that, that and it took me forever, by the way, going back to Shaolin Monks, it took me forever to realize in the final fight with uh, Shao Kahn that you had to hit him with fucking Kintaro's severed head. Yep. <laughs> or it was that or the skull. There was a skull there sometimes, wasn't there? Or maybe it was... Yes. I think... But yes, dude, Shao Kahn, I mean, Shao Kahn's always been a bitch. He's always had buff damage and shit like that. But in Shaolin Monks, he was fucking re fucking ridiculously yes, hard. Yes, he like, was. On normal, it was just like, it was like uber insane. So I could only even imagine like on super hard, like what the fuck it would have been. But um, favorite fatality. It's a tie, dude. I'm going to have to go with... Uh, it's it's a tie between Stryker's own head rip from Shang Tsung, which was Ooh. fucking awesome because just the impaling and then you're ripping your own like that's fucked, dude. That's straight up fucked. And it, that's why I say I mentioned it first because I feel like that's like almost the the top one for me. But at the same time, when our boy Kung Lao literally gets fucking ripped in half with fucking sh- by Shao Kahn, dude, Ooh. like that shit was. That shit was fucking woof. I could only After imagine getting, what that would feel. And like. he was even getting sliced open with his own fucking hat. Right. Yeah. Like that's so a big get, fuck you. Uh, he I feel like out of all the times he got killed, this is possibly like one of the worst ones he's got <laughs> fucked in. <dude>. Like straight <laughs> up. <laughs> all the times he's got killed. He's the Kenny. Of, he's the Kenny of the fucking <laughs> He keeps coming. Oh fuck. Oh my you god, bastards. they killed Kung Lao. That's right. You bastards. <laughs> uh, Liu Kang's pissed again. God damn it. Oh, <laughs> uh, fuck. Uh, okay. So, obviously, this is an animated film. So, voice acting, good or bad? It was really good. Fucking good. It was. Especially yeah, Joe McHale. Great. Oh, dude, Joe McHale was great. And uh, the girl who played uh, Sonya, um, she was the sister in Dexter, and she was also in uh, Quarantine. I think she does great as Sonya, oh. dude. Wait, was she the uh, the woman in The Exorcism of Emily Rose? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, the Sony yeah, Blade. Right. Fuck, Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Dang, she was great in it, man, because she's always got that boss bitch kind of fucking, like, 
attitude a yeah. little bit. You know what I mean? Like a good tone with her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think the voice acting is on point. Obviously, we also got returning voice actors from previous MK titles returning to their characters and shit. So that's always a plus, too. Um, animation quality slash cinematography of the animation. It was great. I thought it was done very well. Um, I just kind of feel like I've said throughout the thing they should have, you know, maybe played with a little bit more in the cinematography department of creating these fight. I mean, the fight scenes were great, but just drag them out that little bit longer, you know? Um, Right, right, right. They just, they were really quick flashes. Like it was like fucking zoom, zoom, zoom. And then it was all over. Just. And that's another reason why I say Dragon Ball. Like it was just like the fights are just super like Dragon Ball prolongs the fights. Like the the opposite way though, where you're like, all right, same fight, 10 episodes. Where the. (laughs) This has got 10 fights, one episode. It's like, okay. Hey, 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 you've heard the joke before. How many sands does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? One. One, but it takes 10 episodes. Boom, boom, boom. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) He's got to think about it. He's got to have the mental monologue. I need to change this light bulb because... I actually kind of yeah. went speed racer in my head a little bit. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh... I'm going to say the cinematography of, I, I guess, would you call it that for animated, animated still with the cinematography, yeah. like how the way it's drawn and stuff, I guess. like I It's don't, just I, basically way. highly advanced storyboarding pretty much. Right, um, right. Um, I'd, I'd still say cinematography. Yeah, it's still a movie at the end of the day. So I liked a lot of, and we did talk about this previously, I did like most of the x-rays i feel like some of them just felt mm. a little some of them did wasn't needed but like let's say yeah. like i and one kill in particular i did enjoy was one of the ones where sonia sniped through a motherfucker and you see it, you track the bullet and you see it go through muscle gap muscle like brain matter and then muscle and then it shows the outside of actually like sh- shooting through his arms and his fucking head like all in one shot and i just yeah. love that dude i like like that shit right there was just like that shit's the money. And it's not really an x-ray, you know what I mean? Like, it was... I don't know. And see, if we if we did favorite scene here, like we do in uh, Gordonmore, that would have been my pick for the favorite scene right there, was the whole the whole surrender scene, and Johnny Cage shows up, and they're, oh. they think he's there to surrender. He's like, no, I'm here for your surrender. Right? Yeah. Johnny Cage, international superstar. And then fucking S- and Sonya sniping everyone. I love that. that. That was a great... Like... And that wasn't even the opening scene because that was like your, I would say your third deep scene in because you have Liu Kang baby attack at the uh, the mausoleum or I'm sorry attack at the Shaolin Monk Temple and then obviously going to that but yeah dude that shit was straight up because actually you know you get a lot more characters you get the whole like base camp and Joel McHale just brings it in hard like yes he does <laughs> it's so good it's about time you notice me. <laughs> that's what i'm saying dude like he just needs to play fucking cage like oh man dude just 100. put some sunglasses on him he's already got and got that like hair going on i just dude and he's got oh he's got the wit oh um, and he does and once again for the i did think i mentioned it but uh at least i feel like for the cinematography the wushi battle in itself is just a big animation feat because anything big battle is usually told not to do because bigger the battle the way less detail you're going to get especially in an animated film and especially one that 
moves as quick as this one does. You know what I mean? This yeah. isn't steady frames like Japanese anime where it's it's story, 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 just one frame, next frame. Like, dude, there's a lot of shit going on very fast in this, dude. And there's just, I mean, shit, man, when Jackson Stryker land down, Jackson like mows down like 50 motherfuckers right off the bat when he goes guns arm. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> dude, those guns arm, gun arms were fucking awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. I love strikers. Did I just shoot something with wings? Did have wings? <laughs> right? Like this man knows what I'm talking about. He was definitely in over his head. Dude, once again, power of cop. Um <laughs> he's pretty fucked yeah. at that point. Even Johnny Fox Cage has got some green aura shit. You know what I mean? Um, all right, gentlemen. So other than that, final thoughts on the movie. Um, yeah, it was definitely, it was actually really fucking entertaining. And like I mentioned earlier, like it's definitely not better than Scorpion's Revenge, but this definitely has some great moments. Um, but it's like, yeah, like what we discussed, it's the story tends to a completely different fucking direction. Three quarters in, um, yeah, I don't know. I was kind of, I, I for the fans, for the fans of Mortal Kombat, I, I definitely feel that they're going to give this a love it or hate it scenario. I mean, I kind of still feel that way with it. Like, I'm not 100% sold, mainly due to that last bit of the film. Um, I honestly thought, yeah, we could have had, a th- like, another movie with that last act. It so, really didn't, oh, yeah. need to be, didn't need to be crammed in there at all. Um, 100%, I agree with that one, dude. Yeah. But uh, nevertheless, look, yeah, we still got some great stuff in this film. Um, yeah, just don't try and cram too much into it. That's, right. that's my biggest problem. Yeah. Like maybe if it actually had a whole another hour, like even if it wasn't an extra film, just give an extra, like if you want to do a two-hour animated film, fine, do a two-hour yep. animated film. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Ab- definitely. Ab- absolutely, yep. Maybe even another extra 30 minutes. Maybe it doesn't even need the full hour, Like, but still enough to where it's like, you know, if you're going to have a battle like that, that battle's got to be like a solid 15 minutes, I would feel. Yes. You know what I mean? I would say if they were going to add another half hour, make the actual previous fight scenes longer, and just completely omit that ending and make that's that fine. something else entirely. No, that's fine. I could agree with that, too. That would be... I feel like you would end it way on a, way on a higher note than necessarily what we did. Yeah, and I loved your idea of ending it with a cliffhanger. That would have worked so much better. Right, because now you're just like, oh, what, what the, f-? if if you didn't even really know, um, what the fuck, what's his name, uh, Shinnok was up to, like it just brings him in, like you already saw him at the end of the first one, but if they just kind of did that again, and you're like, oh shit, dude, like what's going on here? Because like, if they did a little bit more of just the Scorpion versus Sub Zero shit of like Sub Zero really like hunting him down, you know what I mean? Like I don't know, but so Chad, what are your final thoughts about it? I think Brody summed it up extremely well. I I, okay. I got to agree with everything he said. Uh, I wish the actual normal fight scenes could have been longer. I'm not entirely sold on the character choices for some of them. Like I said, Devora um, didn't really feel like she needed to be here. A couple of the other ones, uh, was it Lee May? Lee May, yep. Yeah, she was definitely a throw in, like super yeah. hard throw in. But you know they did the same thing with the previous one. They did the same thing in the live action movie too. You know they oh, just yeah, pulled dude. characters from different movies and threw them in there basically just to kill them off. Striker didn't need to be there, but again they just needed somebody for 
the good guys needed, to kill off. We needed that sweet need a good, fucking head rip, dude. But, yeah, you need a good guy to die. And, you know, obviously it was going to be Kung Lao. You need somebody else, too. Yeah, Kung Lao. It's so sad, man. Kung Lao just gets always fucked. Was Cabal I'm, in the fucking first one? Oh, no. Damn, I don't so believe so. Like I said, there might maybe they will go third. There's a lot of characters they didn't necessarily bring in. Maybe he was mentioned, and I'm I'm forgetting. Yeah, like Cabal. I know he was mentioned in like he was mentioned in Annihilation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just like a quick like, yep, he's dead. And I think it yeah, was like he and, yeah. he and Striker were both mentioned in the same sentence. Yep. Yeah, they're dead. Okay, cool. They mentioned that. Keep moving. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, like you guys said, dude, I feel like this movie, for me, it was really good. Started out great. Kept building up, building up, building up, building up, building up, building up. And then I didn't get the big drop at the end of the roller coaster. It was kind of, it fell a little flat. Mm-hmm. It was different. And I'm not attacking it because it was different. It just, like Brody said, it fell rushed. Just, yeah, a lot of, like a lot of extra shit thrown in in the last ten minutes for no reason, and could have definitely been sussed out a lot farther. Yeah, so I feel like you didn't just. I just feel like this one doesn't really give you the sizz that you're looking for. Mm-hmm. But it was it was an enjoyable movie. But as yeah. Mortal Kombat fans, I feel like we're also used to that. I feel like yeah. for some reason or another. There's always just something stupid or shitty about every Mortal Kombat movie that we get. Like most of it's good, and then some of it's weak. But. Yes. All right. So, out of five Kamidogus, what are we going to rate this bitch? Ooh, might start with you, Chad. I'll give it a three and a half. I did All enjoy right. it, but I didn't love it either. That's fair, Mister Kane. I will give it a 3.2. 3.2. Seems very fair. And uh, I think I'm going to go with the Chad Daddy of the 3.5 because I feel like it was a little bit better than, like, it's one I picked up, and it's not one that I regretted picking up. Yeah. So I'll say that. So, uh, all right. So let's see what we got. And that gives it a 3.4. So. Yeah. MK Legends Battle of the Realms 2021 gets a 3.4 from Fatality. All right. All righty, gentlemen. So now we're done with the movie. So on to a new little section of the show if we keep it going. Uh, and I call it the rumor mill. So uh, we're going to talk what Pete actually brought up in the beginning of the uh, episode. We're going to talk about the future of NetherRealm Studios and what the rumors are on the Internet. So, biggest one, I, well, one of the biggest ones is no more potential injustice. I see conflicting things. I see most saying they're skipping Injustice 3 and they're going straight to MK12. And then I see a few things still saying Injustice 3 is still on the on the way coming. Yeah, because so apparently... I don't know because I've read that Nether Realm copyrighted the title uh, "Injustice: God's Will Fall." Like I said, but I'm I've not also, saying they won't do it, but maybe they're. So I've also read that they're losing the rights to use the DC characters, so I'm not sure which is more accurate. Right, because Warner Brothers, 
if I'm not mistaken, Nether Realm or was it Nether Realm or was it Warner Brother Warner Brother Studios got picked up by another company. So that leads into the whole idea of there's actually another rumor, and I'll bring it right now, is they might be working on a Marvel game. So mm. that being said, they might be doing a Marvel fighting game. I, I don't know don't how know. true that is. I don't know if I want to put any truth to that because just within the last two weeks, they've also been rumored that Marvel is in talks with Capcom again. Right. Which So I don't know. They, it, it, which is weird because it was the Capcom, Capcom had a thing with Disney, and so that's why Marvel was losing out. And I can't remember what the re, what the lawsuit bullshit there was. But I think it was something to do with poor sales on the last Marvel versus Capcom. I honestly do. I think that's why they were like shopping, I would say. Um, but with the Warner th- Brothers licensing as well, like I think that's where it's leading to like, okay, we're just going to work on MK right now. And we'll still do Injustice 3, but maybe just add, like, instead of just going every other, they'll just skip the beat. You know what I mean? Switch it up or whatever. I, unfortunately, we haven't found anything like 100% on either one. I haven't seen anything like actually announced from NetherRealm Studios yet. So, and I'm kind of back and forth on the whole NetherRealm Marvel fighting game because, I mean, Injustice mm. is a fucking, they're fun games. I love them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, we but talked I don't, about this, I think, a little bit, but... Yeah, and I just don't know if... Because NetherRealm, you know, with Mortal Kombat and the DC Universe, those are very, very dark. They're a lot darker than what you'd expect from Marvel. I mean, if they did Marvel... Correct. You, I would almost want to see more characters like, you know, Ghost Rider, Morbius, you know, more of and the, they, the horror they could, characters. They could go that route, you know what I mean? That's easily... Dude, like... The first there's no fucking way that if NetherRealm Studios does a Marvel game, that they're not having Ghost Rider in there. That's fucking mm-hmm. Scorpion for them. You know what I mean? That's an instantaneous, yeah. like, oh, dude, it's a guy with a skull with, on fire with chains. Perfect. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I kind of hope they do it. I feel like they have the humor for it, because sometimes in Mortal Kombat shit, we get a lot of humorous shit. But... They would definitely need to be directed, I feel. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they can get, like, free range like they would with Injustice. Like, they'd have to prove themselves like they did with the first one. Yeah. Warner Brothers was like, okay. And then with the second one, they're like, yeah, sure, go ahead. It was great. So, um, I would just love to see how their Spider-Man would fight, dude. I feel like that's the most, like, interesting I would want to play as. Because, like, he's awesome in Marvel vs. Capcoms, but... I really hope that if they do, they keep Modok the fuck out of the game. I don't understand people's obsession with the character of Modok. I have always, he's always been kind of a joke character, but they just love throwing him into things and he's kind of overused. It's, it's, have you seen the it's new a dead sitcom with Modok? No, God, no. It's actually kind of funny, dude. I don't watch it all the wow. time, but I watched it a little bit. <laughs> if they were to do a Marvel and Mortal Kombat crossover, I would love to see him just throw, well, the anti-heroes and then the anti-hero villain. So you leave out Iron Man and all them, the good guys, but you have like Venom and Carnage, Ghost Rider, who's Ghost Rider's fucking like enemy. Punisher, you, know? so you they- easily do. The Punisher, you know, just and and then that would be Jigsaw, 
So just have the anti-heroes and the villains to the anti-heroes. I would love to see Doctor Strange in it. Doctor Strange would be sweet. You know who would actually fight or fit well, though, from the Marvel Universe for kind of Mortal Kombat or maybe would be Moon Knight. Moon Knight. He's a fucking... He's a fucking ruthless motherfucker. Hey, we had, Swamp, we had Swamp Thing and Injustice. Why not Man Thing? Right, you could easily do Man Thing. Um, there you go. Dude, like, Morbius would be sweet. I would love Blade. to see more of the... Blade I would or, love to see Blade. more of the, the lower-tier characters. Blade would the be great tiers for it. Oh, dude. Right? Like, especially if he actually had to do a bite move to, like, make himself, like, give himself, like, a chunk of health back or some bullshit. Like, dude, it'd be fucking sweet. But have it as Deadpool. Wesley Snipes. Deadpool. Oh, Deadpool yeah. would be great for this game. Deadpool would be a perfect fit for another uh, game. Johnny yeah. Cage up against Deadpool. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine the banter. Right? That'd be amazing. So, like, all right, let's just say the rumors are true. MK12 is on the rise. Or that's the next one we're going to get from NetherRealm Studios, which is fine by me because, obviously... Fuck, man, this is called Fatality. We love Mortal Kombat. Like, that's why we're fucking talking about this shit. But after the whole Fire God saga and everything like that, because I know we've talked about it on a prior episode, um, where do you think we're going to go with this? Like, where potentially could we go? And who would you like to see in it? Well, the, the way Eleven ended basically started with the rebooting of the timeline, so... Do redo the first one. Mm. Like, like straight go back MK. See, okay. I'll meet you there, but I almost want to go back even farther. I want to go back to the original tournament with the original Kung Lao. Yep. I mm. think that would be cool. So essentially it'd be the conquest Kung Lao that we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And maybe go that era of MK and go super old school on it. So then you could just introduce like almost a whole new lineage of fighters, but then you could have like Johnny Cage's like great, 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 great grandfather, like which like Fujin could be there. Cause Fujin mentions him before. That's so, really so cool. You, can, you got like a really young, inexperienced Shang Tsung. Yes. Right. Like he'd be much younger. He would have his MK three look a little bit more. I feel like almost kind of like a uh, fucking the show there. Um, I don't know. I think Essentially be, a prequel. Yeah, I think it would be I think it would be cool because then like Kung, you could actually make Kung Lao the Liu Kang of that particular Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean? Yep. Where he wins the tournament. Um and then maybe you have it changed. Like a young right. He doesn't he doesn't end up getting killed, so like they start winning tournaments and they try to like do so you know what I mean? Like they do some other shit. But then it's interesting because then you could have like characters from Conquest in it if you really wanted to. Just saying. And then actually make them like official MK people. Uh I don't know, just thought. But I don't know. I mean, what do you what do you guys think? Like do you, I mean Brody, like Chad said he wanted to go restart. Like, do you want to see a restart of like what we've seen before? Do you want to see something completely different? I mean, I, yeah, I, I'd kind of like to see like it go like a bit of a like, so how can I put it? Like I said, a prequel in a sense, like a little bit what goes on before we get these characters with like Liu Kang, maybe like a, 
like just I don't know. It, it might not make too much sense, but like get like a young Raiden in there and how he came to be like this person, and then like slowly build all that in to the very first Mortal Combat. So then it sort of repeats, but we get all that prequel in a sense. No, nice. yeah, it it'd be it'd be it'd be interesting. Like I mean, they can go either fucking way now, but with what they've done, but that's that's what I would like to see a bit more of like what went on before all this stuff with Liu Kang and well I mean like maybe I mean if Liu Kang is the god of all time at this yeah. point I mean like does he does he make it to where like Raiden doesn't have to like, you know what I mean like mm. maybe we'll see it from a viewpoint of like Raiden being the first person of the game more like you know what I mean like where Liu Kang was the main hero or whatever I don't know yeah. just I couldn't see, like, I mean, I'm assuming there's probably rules to being a god of, like, some shit's just got to happen that you got to allow. You know what I mean? Like, bad shit. Yeah. But, like, I would assume he would try in his best to protect his friends. You know what I mean? Like, at all costs and, like, not have them deal with shit in their new timeline. I don't know. I mean, unless unless they go with the, Shao, the Shang Tsung ending of the DLC, which would be... I mean, it's possible, and then that would just be a whole world of fuckery at that point. But ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it could go either way. It's. It, I feel like if you're gonna do reset, like give us all the characters we've had, like give us a full Anil or Armageddon at this point again, mm-hmm. like all the characters from MK9, X, and Eleven, dude. Just put them all in there. Maybe not go so heavy on the guest characters. Not saying they're a bad thing, but John Rambo. <laughs> Rambo is awesome, but <laughs> he just doesn't need to fucking be there, dude, at all. Like, there's so many other MK characters I'd much rather have had. Like, I want Rieko, dude. We haven't had him since fucking MK. Well, he's an Armageddon, but he was a shit version of that. So, really, I, I can say that more, but I don't know. I mean, other than that, is there any uh, any other thoughts or rumors that you guys want to hit on before we uh, close this bitch out? Now, I did hear somewhere that instead of making an actual sequel to the movie, the 2021 movie, they're talking about maybe considering turning it into a TV series. Really? That was just rumor. Hmm. Now, I, but I did see an interview with, well, not an interview, an article with Simon McQuaid. Well, it, yeah, it was an interview, sorry. And he basically stated after uh, the release of the first film, he goes, I'm actually talking about where the story is going to follow from here, um, like the kills, the characters, and, yeah, elaborate a little bit more on the ending of what we got in the first film. So that was prior to... Uh, the TV series that was him talking about the film, but obviously he's stretched it out into the fucking universe now, and they're talking about TV series, which would probably make more sense. I, I would definitely prefer a TV series. I almost would too, because if you do it something where it's like lined up with like HBO or whatever, where you can have a darker version of the series, yeah, uh, I think it would work well. well. Well, now we've had the prequel. I kind of feel like the movie we got was a prequel to that oh, fight, that we, that fight that we should get. So imagine how much they could elaborate now when they go to fight on the fucking island. So 
And if they did with a series, which would be dope, um, you don't have to have uh, what's his name essentially be the main character of each episode. Um, yeah. Well, that's the greatest thing about series. That's one of the best thing about some series is when they actually give a side character a full episode or two. Especially if you really enjoy that side character, like Supernatural, dude. I always love the episodes when they was like Bobby centric. Like that was my oh, yeah. jam. Like you, you know what I mean? It was just like fuck yeah, dude. I love Bobby. Um, okay, think of HBO Max is giving an entire series to a side character with fucking Peacemaker. So this could that's easily fucking work. true. That's very mm. true. I mean, it's Cena. He was selling that character hard. So uh, he was very good in that. I mean, I've yet to. Unfortunately, I have not seen it yet. Uh, You'll like I it. Need to. You'll like it. I'm sure I will. I, I'm sad because, like, I went to go watch, and it was literally like the day after it got pulled. I was like, "Fuck, I waited too long." It'll be uh, back in probably a month or so. I think so. And Black Widow, I think, is up on Disney this month too. So, to fucking give that a check. Yeah. Um, so, other than that, I will say. The last, well, it's not necessarily a rumor mill. It's actually happening. But uh, we do have a new, uh, another animated film dropping out from the NetherRealm Studio Pocket. And that'll be uh, Injustice God Among Us animated feature, which drops, what did I say? October 19th, I believe. Yeah, it's just a little over yes. two weeks away. Yes, October 19th. So uh, I'm personally very excited for that. I love the fucking Injustice storyline. The comics were fucking great. Dude, the comics uh, were the best thing that DC was putting out at that time. They were awesome, dude. It was like a, it was an amazing. great story arc. And for anybody that doesn't know, go back and check out our Injustice episode. Uh, we definitely dabble into that a little bit more. But the comics were all prequel to Injustice, dude, which was... I'll I never gave two shits about Harley Quinn until I read the Injustice comics. <laughs> I mean, I like... You know, there was a meme... I liked her, but they really fleshed out her character through that whole series. Yes, I feel like it was weird because like Harley hit a moment like I feel like when they first introduced her, especially in the animated series like 90s. And that's what I'm personally going off of. Like she was an awesome side character. She was great. Not tons of deep story, but she added enough there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But then when like it, she got con famous, I'll say hardcore early to like 2010s to 2015 when like Every motherfucker had to be Harley Quinn. Like, I hated that character. But now I feel they've really sussed her out. And I mean, that was the Injustice was a little bit before that because you're talking what 2007, I think, was Injustice One. So, no, I'm sorry, two, that was fucking 2013. Holy oh, shit! Yeah. That was late. Oh, I'm from I'm way off. I was like MK uh, Nine was 2011. So yeah, that'd be 2013 for Injustice. But it's uh, I'm excited to see it. I haven't watched the trailer yet. I wanted to, but I was like, I don't. I feel like Chad didn't want to spoil it. I feel like I just want to get the movie and watch it. So uh, yeah, hopefully we will be back to talk about that motherfucker. Uh, there is another little bit of <clears throat> interesting Mortal Kombat news. Uh, did you? Yeah, and I'm not really. sure. It's it's not really anything new, but for some weird reason, the October selection for PlayStation Plus games was released this past week and uh, they will be available I think this coming Wednesday okay. and Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat 10 is one of them. Oh 
nice. Dude, MKX is... I mean, I, it's a great game. That's great. But I'm not sure why they're including such an old game for PlayStation right, Plus. Right, dude, that's like 2015. That's, yeah, that's a lot older than they usually go for, for this. And now, a lot of to people be, are pissed about it. To be fair... To be fair... Um, I feel... My personal opinion, I still feel X was better than than Eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. I really enjoy Eleven. Like I fucking own it on two different consoles, but I still felt like X was just it was that run, dude. I missed the run. That was the they took that shit away, and I was just lost. But I want them to still import Injustice Two to the Switch, though, man. Like I really wish they would do that. I don't know why they don't. I feel like there'd be sales in the pocket. Because it's like need to be made, right? Like that runs less. I mean, MK11 runs harder than Injustice 2 and the MK11 on the Switch. So, fucking give us MK2 or give us Injustice 2 the Legendary Edition with all the DLC and shit. It'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> I'd buy it. I love, it I, I love. I love the Ninja Turtles in that. By the way, dude. So who? <laughs> who did I, I? I think it was actually Pete. If I'm thinking about it, Pete fucking hated that the turtles were in there and i was like like straight up like raged about it dude it was great i was like why did you hate he's like because they're fucking like he's like you got and i he had a fair point dc has an almost infinite roster of people you could choose from so you don't need the turtles in there but at the same time then i'd be like you don't need any of the mortal Kombat characters you don't need any like you don't need hellboy you don't need you know what i mean like but they were they were added mostly because that was right around the time the uh, ninja turtles batman crossover came out in the comics and that animated movie is fucking awesome i don't know if you guys seen that I, one i still haven't seen it no it's no. uh it was pretty good the comics were great too I think was that a four-part series, if I'm not mistaken. I think four or six. I don't really remember. And they've done a couple I, different ones. They even went so far as to do a crossover with the animated versions of the characters. Um, I have the movie Turtles Forever. No, 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 no. In the comics, they did a oh. uh, like the animated version with Batman the animated series. Oh, oh, they did. So I got a Ghostbusters series that they did that where the the. The comic Ghostbusters that were actually like the movie Ghostbusters met up with the real world, the real Ghostbusters, like the cartoon versions. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, fucking... the Ghostbusters, the Ghostbusters have also crossed over with the Ninja Turtles. I also have those four part series too. Those were actually pretty good. Yeah, I think one of my favorite panels in that is when uh, Leo is just sitting back with Winston as they're watching, like everybody else, just kind of be like their own ridiculous selves, and he's just like, "Huh, so you're the chill leader?" And he's like, "Nope, just next Marine." Just <laughs> like that's all. <laughs> Fuck it, hey, dude. Um, Thank you, Mister Joe Day. Thank you, kind sir. It does look quite scrumptious. <laughs> Just want to twirl your th oh, fingers in there. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That's right. So, uh, yeah, look forward to our hopefully next episode. Um, Injustice comes out on the nineteenth. I don't want to promise it the week right after, but give us a week or two after the fact and. Uh, if Chad Daddy wants to join us again, we can do another fucking episode. And I will try, cool. but I can't guarantee anything because I know that's right around the time we're hoping to be moving into the new house. Oh no, and you're I, fair, dude. And I don't, I don't even know exactly when we will have uh, internet at the house. So there might be, you know, one or two Gore more episodes I missed too. I'll okay. let you guys know. I'll let you guys uh, know. Chad, 
fuck, Chad. It's 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 out of my hands. <laughs> it's, it's all it's all because you know whenever Comcast can show up to hook stuff up. Okay. It's all good, mate. It's all good. Fair enough. Um, I think when we moved in, like the first day, like my wife was like three days ahead. She's like, I'm setting the date, so they're there the day we move in. I was like, that's a lot of shit going on at once. She's like, I don't care. I don't want that. I don't not want internet. I'm like. Fair enough. Okay. I know. I, I know the I know the kids will be pissed if they can't play their switches online or anything. So I, it's <laughs> the internet is on Steph's name. That's she has to take care of that. Okay. So I don't know exactly when, but we'll get that set up. We may even just switch over and just do cable through the whole house instead of just you oh, know cable you internet and, and uh, satellite. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is yet. Yeah, Fair we've enough. we've got more important things to worry about because we've got so much other stuff to install in the house first. Right. Oh yeah, dude, I get it. Then total responsibilities on the uh, on the max. Yeah. But no, definitely look out for that coming up. I would say within the next couple of weeks. Um, that should be fun. Who knows, man? Being that it's a DC film, like straight up DC film, uh, maybe even Boss Man will want to hop on there if he watches it. So he may. Ooh. Never know. If listening. I can't if I can't make it, I'll do some kind of video. Hell yeah, dude, that'd be great. I mean, I'll gladly take that. Yeah, snip, right. snip. <laughs> maybe I'll get one. From, maybe I can get one from Pete next time too, man. I always enjoy his fucking rants. Oh, Pistol Pete. Oh yeah, dude. Pistol fucking, Pete. I heard one of his rants in a good fucking ten, good minute, dude. <laughs> oh, <fucking hell. laughs> those those zoom ups. I get motion oh, sickness dude. at the same time. It's leveled with laughter. I love it. <laughs> it's fucking. It's like, whoa, whoa. I think one of my favorite ones is uh, what the hell was he bitching about, dude? Oh, it was the clashes, dude, in Injustice. <laughs> when he's like, oh, I can win a fucking argument and I lose my whole fucking. Like, oh my was, God, dude. I that was, was hilarious. Dying. That was hilarious. Fucking argument, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, well, other than that, gentlemen, I think that is about it. So uh, I think it's time to call this bad boy. Excellent. So uh, I'm your Fluffmaster Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios, everybody. This is your doppelganger, Kanga Banger, all the way from down under saying, I'll catch you next time, motherfuckers. And this is your special guest, the Chad Daddy from Gorn Moore, saying, I'll see you motherfuckers on Monday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>